This is Colin Moriarty from Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, the best PlayStation podcast on the entire internet. If you're looking for a different PlayStation podcast to listen to than mine, you probably want to listen to podcasts beyond. But if you need a PlayStation podcast even after that, then you're in the right place for PlayStation experience. Have yourselves a very good time. Welcome to the land of long-lived play, where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. As usual, it's your boy Dad Ninja Dev, and once again, we have the full crew today. We got Mr. Delvin Cox, who's enjoying a summer hurricane. How are you doing today, bud? There's nothing like a summer hurricane to get you <laughs> in the festive spirits of gosh darn America. <laughs> How you doing? I'm all right. I mean, I'm just glad you're alive and you have electricity and you're not getting washed away by a flood. So, day well, still young. We'll see. <laughs> oh, we also are joined by Haley, as per usual, who is about to enjoy a forty dollars steak after this because hey, steak is delicious. Yeah, don't out me, but I'm gonna enjoy that steak and also finish the rest of season two of the Umbrella Academy. So. Nice, nice. I did see a preview of that the other day. I was like, ooh, that looks awesome. Oh, the Umbrella Academy is really good. So uh, for those who aren't aware, it's uh, it's a Netflix series based on a comic book written by Gerard Way. And when I say Gerard Way, I do mean that Gerard Way, as in lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Oh. So. Yeah, you you definitely had to clarify that because I had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, I didn't yeah so like it's uh, it's it's written by the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, so... That, yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know who... I've never... I can't think of anything by them that I've heard, so... That's You've cool. probably heard Welcome to the Black Parade uh, a lot without realizing it. Very possible. It still Very gets possible. played on the radio all the time. Ooh, see, when you say radio, do you mean Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure your job probably plays the radio when you're actually in the building. No, actually, uh, we all have our own offices, so we don't have like anything playing in the background. It's if you want music, you can have music. Other than that, oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. you probably heard it in passing through like a recommended radar or whatnot. So, or that's very possible. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a very familiar song. It's good. Uh, My Chemical Romance is good in general, but Umbrella Academy season two is where it's at. So. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out at some point because, yeah, it looks pretty dope. The first season's really good as well, so. I think I started it, but didn't finish it. I can't remember. There's so many, so many shows and so many things happening in the world. I forget. To to put in prospect how good the Umbrella Academy season one is as well, my mom started it on Monday, finished it Tuesday night. That's awesome. And there's 10 episodes, so. Woof. She was not playing around. (laughs) So, cool. I, uh, I I may or may not have ulterior motives for liking it, but, you know. <laughs> uh, Ellen Page is in it, for those who aren't aware. Oh, that's cool. Uh, good old Shadowcat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Awesome, awesome. So, now that we know what you've been watching, what have you been playing, Haley? 
Uh, I finished Ghost of Tsushima, so I, I, I beat the story, and uh, I honestly don't know if I'm going to apply to it. I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't enjoy the combat at all. I turned the difficulty right down to easy. I was like, screw this. Oh man, I love the combat so much that I've turned it up to hard. Oh, I you can too. turn it up to lethal now, by the way, as of Friday. There's uh, there's uh, an even higher difficulty. Yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that, but hard is hard feels great. Uh, nope, I did I did not like the combat at all. Um it just it became tedious and annoying, and I don't know if I really want to go through that for uh Oh man, that's crazy. I love it so much that I search out all the enemies. If I see someone, they're getting fought because I love the combat so much. That's crazy. Like honestly, uh at like once you get to the point where you've got all four stances, which I'm sure you do now because you've mm-hmm. been playing long enough. And you're constantly getting swarmed by like eighteen guys at once, and you're constantly having to switch stances back and forth. It just got annoying. Oh, so. see, I don't, I don't even switch stances all the time. Um, I pretty much will stay with the stone stance and sometimes switch over to wind or water, but I don't, I don't change a lot because it's just all the parry system. I just, if I hear them yelling out arrows, hold the black button, knock down the arrows, and then wait for them to attack and parry your dodge. Uh, I, just, I love like it. I said. Like, cause again, like I don't have problems with hard combat systems. Like I got pretty far in Bloodborne. Like I can mm-hmm. do Bloodborne, and it didn't become tedious. Uh, I I did Jedi Fallen Order, which granted that's not as hard as this, but like it's modeled on that system of combat. Had no mm-hmm. problem. In fact, I got the platinum for Jedi Fallen Order. Like hard combat systems don't bother me. This one just felt tedious, and I really don't know if I want to go through and finish all the side quests I have and everything else left to do. Because once, like, I will say, the story is fantastic. Like, once I got into the story, I was just like, all right, I need to keep going, I need to keep going. And uh, it was counterintuitive to, like, literally everything I'd done to, like, the first, like, Act 1. I cleared the whole island before I finished the story for Act Mm -hmm. 1. But then once the story started picking up in Act 2, I just kept going. Like, I couldn't focus on side content at that point oh, um man. the grappling hook though honestly is my favorite part of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah the grappling hook is pretty dope yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I love it i'm still i'm in act two finally like finally got into be i cleared the the map in act one before i started act two and in act two i'm still doing all the side stuff i just i love it I love it so much. It's, this is like the game that I've always wanted. It's the Tenchu, AC, stealth, action, adventure game that I've always wanted. Yeah, but so you're playing counterintuitive happy. to the style you normally play. You're not going stealth at all. This is true. Because I because I love the combat so much, I, I want to be surrounded by enemies and take them all out with one or two hits. It's so good. Ugh, I love it. So what about you, Devin? What are you playing? I've been playing two games. One, I may hate. And one, I love. Let's talk about the one I hate first. <laughs> I purchased Skater XL. Oh. Oh, that game is a piece oh. of trash. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Give me the game I was going to buy until I found out it was $53.49. Oh, it's higher there for you. It was only like. Thirty-two here. It's it was thirty-nine ninety-nine in the states. Chalfy yeah. already added me about that. He's like, "Did you get it?" I was like, "I'm not paying fifty-three dollars for an indie game." Yeah, it's um, it, I think Walmart had it for thirty-two ninety-nine. 
which is way cheaper. And I think it was $32.99 wasted. Like, holy wow. crap. Like, why? What were you expecting? Skate controls? They flat out told you. Like, that wasn't work. That wasn't skate control. That wasn't the problem at all. It was more or less that there's really nothing to do in the game. Like, it's kind of bare bones skate, a skate game. I mean, it's literally a tech demo. They they flat out said that when they announced the game. Like, it's pretty much a tech demo. Yeah, but it's even more less than that. It's like, in terms of single player stuff, only thing that has is kind of these challenges that you can do that show you how to mm-hmm. play the game. And after okay. that, they have these like generic areas you can skate in, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Again, wow. tech demo. Even so, it's a forty dollars tech demo that's not worth forty dollars. Uh-huh. Essentially, I'll, I'll be fine if it was like, okay, you got these big areas to skate and do a bunch of. The the only thing that has me like potentially still going to pick it up is it's apparently a very easy platinum. There's only one hard trophy, and it's doing three flip tricks in one combo. So. I'm, I'm going to tell you this: don't pick it up for forty dollars. You can find it for ten, fifteen dollars. <laughs> pick it up at that price. Forty dollars is way too much money for this game. Unless they're gonna, unless they plan on adding a whole bunch, of st- substantial amount of content to this game, it is not worth thirty bucks. It is not worth twenty bucks. It may not even be worth fifteen or ten bucks. One of the most I mean, inf- infuriating things about this game that drove me crazy is I try, like you know, you can make your own skate character, right? They don't have any low cut hairstyles. So, essentially, I had to make myself with an afro. Okay. (laughs) Because there's no way I can make a black character that looks like me at all. And even the character I made doesn't look like me. (laughs) That's that's brutal. That's bad. I mean, that takes us back to, like, the PS2 era of trying to create a character with a black dude. It was either bald or fro. I hated it. I I was going to go, that's like, so, like, Madden, then. Because Madden gives you four faces every year. It may be worse than I've Madden. never had a problem really creating myself in Madden, but pretty much everything else is like afro or short hair or some really, yeah. really, really bad looking braids. Yeah. It's the worst. It sucks. I'm tasting it up. I don't know. I don't even know if you can make girls in it. Can you? Mm. I don't think I don't think you can. I don't yeah. know. Oh, no, terrible. matter of fact, I think you can, but they look horrible too, so no. I mean... I played Skate 2 and the creative character looked awful in that. In fact, the actual there was a trophy for changing gender in Skate 2 because you couldn't in Skate 1 and it was a sex change joke as the title of the trophy. So, wow. That's awful. Wow. Y- yeah. Well, oh boy. <laughs> Anyways, I, on, I, again, you know, don't skate games. Buy this game. <laughs> If you have forty dollars to waste in this game, hold your money. Don't spend it on this crap. It sucks. Spent it is not 70, good. I already spent seventy nine ninety nine on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remastered. So that's do that. This is not enjoyable. This is not fun. This is not good. It's not entertaining. It is not worth thirty dollars. It is not worth forty dollars. It's not worth twenty dollars. It might not even be worth ten dollars. I do not like this game, and if I could, I would take it back to the store I bought it from and throw it at them. That's how <laughs> <laughs> perturbed I am wow. at this game. 
Okay, as someone who works at Walmart, please don't throw discs or cases or anything at the associates. Um, just gonna do that. Also, wear a mask. Yeah, and if you do that, you'll definitely be charged with assault, Delvin. They're yeah. gonna put you under the jail for that. Pretty much, yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> it depends on what Walmart I go to. Please this don't true. throw anything at the associates. <laughs> on to a better they game! They already have to deal... They already have to deal with enough stuff. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. On to a far better game. I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima and I love it. It is Where awesome. Still in Act 1, but I've done almost all the side missions. Okay. I love this game. It is the perfect palate cleanser to The Last of Us. In mm. terms of this is a game where you can go just hop in there, fetch quest it up, have fun, kill these guys, do questionable things as a samurai. I love it. Like, I love the combat. I, I'm having so much fun with this game in terms of, like, just going around, finding a group of bad guys. They all surround me, think they got me. Ha-ha! Smoke bomb, bitches! And I just start cutting them up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is a blast. That is, that is, you, once you upgrade the smoke bomb so that it heals you every time you use it, it's extremely fun to just toss it in the middle of a group of people and just stand in the middle. I just... I, 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 they say, use the smoke bomb to go high. No, nope. I use the smoke bomb, they start coughing, I start stabbing. <laughs> that is my that is my move. One hundred no honor. Once you get the oh yeah. By the way, that's fun. The every the first time you assassinate someone, you get the cutscene. It's like you mm-hmm. have no honor. It's like yeah. cool. So thanks for telling me not to play the game this way. Yeah, your uncle's a jerk. <laughs> like I love this I love game it. is so fun. This game is so much fun. I love murdering all these. Jokers with no remorse, no caring. I, it may, it's one of the few games I played that made me want to go get like, they tell you like, hey, these fetch quests, we can go get these special weapons that may help you on your quest. I'm like, all right, let's do this. And I have been going, yeah. uh, getting yeah, the, the armors. Uh, I'd like to make a comment, but I will refrain because A, it would be constituted as a spoiler and B, yeah. uh, yeah, I don't yeah, we'll, want to do that. We'll hold off for that. <laughs> yeah, but continue. Very much so. Um, this game is super fun, and it makes me think of how people were saying before it came out. Why? Why this came out before the Last of Us? Why is it so close to the Last of Us Two? I can tell you right now, this is the perfect game to have after the Last of Us Two. Completely yeah, different. Same way. Completely different gameplay. Everything. Whereas The Last of Us 2 was kind of a deep control story that was very dark, depressing at times. It immersed you in a world that you may or may didn't want to be in, but you were so engrossed by the story, it kept you going. This game makes you feel like a badass samurai. And this just, game also tells you it's a game, like, straight up. It's yes. like... Hey, we're gonna do game things. Just ignore us. Yes, like it, it doesn't. It holds no bare bones about like this is the game. I the best way I can describe it is it's infamous for samurai, and that's perfect. It's awesome. It's perfect. I love the duels where you sit there and you have the guy standing up, up against you, and you just have to fight it out with the swords. It's super cool. Super cool. Super fun game. I highly recommend it. And if this is the last game PlayStation is coming out with for the play, PS4. This is the perfect. Ending for this console. Yep, 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 yep. 
I I 100 back everything you said. This is the only game I've been playing right now as well as is Ghost, and I I can't. I love everything about it. Honestly, it's it's the game that I've always wanted. Like I think whatever time I'm playing it, and I'm just like wandering off, finding some stuff. Like not even like chasing down a mission or anything. It's just like, ooh, what's that over there? Oh, what's that over there? Like it makes me think of like the Breath of the Wild moments that a lot of people have with that game. This is like what I would want from Breath of the Wild. I want just more stuff. I love the immersion. I love the combat. Um, I love the fact that my weapons don't. <laughs> yeah. But so um, it's Breath of the Wild, but good. Yeah, I mean, I love the the wind mechanic where there's not waypoints or anything. You just swipe up and the wind tells you where to go. I have uh, a problem with that for accessibility issues. Uh, this is something Steve Saylor, the blind gamer, brought up. Like this heavily mm. like inhibits people who need accessibility in games, especially after The Last of Us Part Two's huge menu and accessibility. I really wish for accessibility reasons they would have included a reason to turn the wind off and just have set waypoints. Not make it for everyone, but an option that you can select in settings. Because while it's cool for people who need the accessibility features, they're kind of inhibited from playing the game. That kind of sucks. Didn't think about that, but yeah, that makes absolutely good sense. Um... Other than that, yeah. I love the duels. I love the way it looks. This has been the one game that has gotten me like taking multiple screenshots and fooling around in the photo mode more than ever. Like I thought Last of Us 2 would make me do that because that is also a gorgeous world, but there is just something about the vibrancy of this world that makes me just want to sit there and take pictures. And I have taken a ton of pictures. Um, also, subtitles needed to be bigger in this game, just to add up. I think they added a way to change the size of the subtitle. That was part of that patch that had the uh, the additional the modes lethal, as well. Yeah, the lethal difficulty mode. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but I'd yeah. already beaten the game by the time the patch came out. So. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm barely in Act Two. Um, I am playing it in Japanese because it just feels like that's the way it should be played. So I'm playing it subbed, or I'm sorry, dubbed. No, subbed. Yeah, sub, no. subtitles. Sub is correct. English. Yeah. Dubbed is English, subbed is uh, Japanese subbed. with subtitles. Yes, it just feels right to play it that way, so that's how I'm playing it. It's like playing through a great samurai story or a great anime or whatever. Uh, uh, again, auditory processing prevents me from playing this game in Japanese, so. There is that. Um, yeah, it's great. I enjoy it. It is, like Delvin said, like it's a perfect palate cleanser. Um, even though like the further away I get from Last of Us, the more I really appreciate the game and absolutely love it. This is definitely a great follow-up to it and a great swan song to the PS4. I don't think we're getting anything, any other big titles coming to the system. Um, from Sony itself? No, but we are getting big titles coming later this year. Yeah, I mean, from Sony itself, like the big first party, boom, here, play this awesome thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like it's a great, great send-off. It is a great game to play after last of us and it is just a ton of fun there's a ton of stuff to do um just talking to like a couple of my friends who are also playing they're just like blown away by how much stuff it is to do but it doesn't feel like overwhelming like sometimes a ubisoft game does like you actually want to go and search out these side things and get the uh the additional weapons and armor and charms and everything just feels good. You know, sometimes the side stuff just feels like tedium and tediousness. Uh, a lot of the, the, the side stuff here just kind of flows into the game and the overarching story of liberating the island. So they I'd, have I'd definitely like to offer up a counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the side content is the weakest part of this game. 
including, and this is going to shock you, I don't like the Mythic Tales at all. They're done poor, poorly. I love all that stuff. Okay, why would you say done poorly? I mean, if you don't like them, that's one thing, but what makes you say that they're done poorly? Uh, the transition, like, again, this is a Sucker Punch thing, and I thought it worked well in Infamous, but it completely takes me out of the experience here when they transition from, like, 3D actual rendered gameplay to the uh, comic book style cutscenes for the Mythic Tales. Uh, it just completely takes me out of the experience. So. See, I love that. I think that's awesome way to you have this guy telling a story. You can't see what's happening, so you're kind of imagining it as... And I feel like it's that happens in certain certain other mediums where somebody's telling a story and then decide to kind of like illustrate that story. I actually absolutely love the way they do that. I think it's really great. I love the way the artwork is displayed when they're telling the story. I think it's awesome. You're just sitting there listening to the story tale and you're kind of imagining the story as it happens. So that's kind of how I see that. I actually really love how that's done. I, I like it too, but but again, that was just like me explaining yeah. why I I yeah. thought they were done poorly. So, um, but also like your comment about Ubisoft side content, like I've never had a Ubisoft game where I didn't want to do the side content. I again am not sure that I want to go back and finish all the side content in this game. Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, I just feel like there have been multiple different comments and iterations where people are like, "Dude, this this map has way too much stuff on it." When in terms of like certain Ubisoft games, like there's definitely been Assassin's Creed games where I'm like, I'm not doing all this side stuff. It's just way too much. The only Ubisoft game where I've actually wanted to do all of the side content was Watch Dogs 2 because none of it felt repetitive. It all was like story based. I love the way they did the side content also, in that one, but the, the a side lot of content in Watch Dogs 2 doesn't even let you know that it's side content content it all like seems connected to the big story mm -hmm. so. exactly that's what i love about it and i kind of feel that way with ghosts too like a lot of it is liberate this liberate these these uh these places to get these things to tie into the overall like arcing story as well as like your legend like everything kind of feels intertwined so yeah man it's a great game i'm enjoying it i'm gonna be playing it for quite some time because there's just a lot of stuff to do so are you, are you gonna play uh modern warfare 2 remaster now that it's free for ps plus no <laughs> i added it to my cart but i don't have any intentions of actually playing it anytime soon maybe at some point but it's not anything that i'm like itching to get to or want to get that campaign i mean i've played that game i know what that is i don't really i didn't i didn't replay through the first one that was remastered so i don't think i'll be getting to that anytime soon i think i'll be playing this until probably either Avengers, or maybe I'll jump into uh, Kingdoms of Amalur afterwards, but I'll be playing this for a while. What, one more thing before we move on from this game. I want to bring mm -hmm. up something I almost forgot to mention. The flowers in this game are beautiful. Oh my god, yeah. Like, when you see these certain sections where there's these different colored flowers, it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I have to ask before I make my comment on the flowers. Uh, do you have uh, Delvin, you'll, you'll be nowhere near this yet. So, it's, like, it's not a spoiler. It's just a question as to a weapon you may or may not have yet. Uh, have you uh, met Yuriko yet? Yes, Dev, right? Yes. Oh, thought you were asking Delvin. Yuriko? <laughs> uh, probably not. I don't know. I don't remember all the names. You, I'm asking whether or not you have the darts yet. The darts? No. Yeah. Okay. Mm -mm. 
Get darts? Ooh. <laughs> uh, so, again, not a spoiler, but, like, you guys remember the poison you can get in Assassin's Creed 2 that makes the people go crazy? Yes. Mm-hmm. You can get that. And that's yeah. why I was asking, because after you get that, there's more flowers for you to collect. Sweet. I saw and, some ability with the uh, the uh, wind chimes that you can throw, and they actually let out poison, too. Uh, that is actually a charm that you collect from one of the shrines. Okay, maybe that was what I got, because, yeah, I got that charm. Yeah. Uh, that charm is, is very useful, but uh, I another thing that I dislike is that you can only carry two of, like, the actual, like, beneficial charm effects. Yeah, you do. I... Yeah, it's kind of a, a catch-22 with the charms because it's kind of, you want to gear it towards your play style. So you are limited in that aspect, but it's kind of like creating a build in RPG, like in an RPG game. So I kind of appreciate sure. it. I've got mine to where, like, anytime I do something, I'm either gaining health or gaining back resolve. Yeah, that, that's that's what I had for mine as well. I The first one I had was, like, anytime you, like, kill an enemy, you get you gain back, like, a moderate amount of health. And then the second one I have is, like, you gain more supplies. Because, like, like I mentioned, as soon as I got the ghost armor, I had enough materials to upgrade it fully instantly. Um, No, it's just uh, my second. Like, I had the get health back charm. And um, and when I got, like, when I unlocked the another charm that was useful was the uh, <laughs> was the gain more resources uh, charm. Like, you, you collect more as you go. And, and then... Uh, I like once I got the ghost armor, I had enough materials to fully upgrade it instantly. So nice. Yeah, that is yeah. one thing I'm surprised at how like many materials you need to upgrade stuff, and it like seems like as soon as I get enough, it's like just enough to do one thing, and I'm just like, man, I gotta go find all yeah, I, the materials. I also don't like the trophy for all standoff in one thing because you're required to wear a certain armor set to uh, to do it. And uh, I don't like mm. the look of that armor set. I don't know what you're talking about. Y- what? <laughs> yeah, you don't, but Dev does. Yeah, I've looked at that. I've looked at the trophies because this is when I'm probably going to platinum. Yeah. So Dev knows this list. That's why as soon as he mentioned he did the photo mode, I knew why he did the photo mode. Because there's a trophy. Well, no, well, besides I didn't the know game that there was a trophy really pretty, until I took like, a picture. <laughs> you get a yeah. trophy for opening photo mode. So oh, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. no idea until I actually opened photo mode, like on accident, and I was like, "Oh, get a trophy for that? That's what's up." I've opened photo mode seven times by accident. At least I constantly <laughs> press that button by mistake. Uh, also, uh, a lot of the trophies require you to have um, the resolve, and I hate those bamboo sticks. They're so annoying. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember you telling me about the bamboo sticks and how much you hate them. I uh, I have six of them left. I really don't know if I will, like again. I'm sure I'll end up playing the game because you know it's it's what I'm playing, right? Yep. I don't know if I'll actually get the platinum. Like I, I'll keep playing it just because everybody else is, but I don't know. Haley, we'll you, need, see. you need to have resolve, Haley. You have to fortify. <laughs> And persevere uh, and finish also, the game and get the platinum. by the way, for those who haven't seen it, shout out to the voice actor for Jin for streaming the own ga- his like the game and reacting to his own butt from the <laughs> hot springs. Didn't know that was a thing. So. Yeah. That is kind of funny the way he did that, but. Yeah, yeah he, he's like, yas! Wait, why am I saying yas to my own butt? 
<laughs> if you can't, you know, be happy about your own butt, who can, right? That's true. Uh, I think I only have like five of those left too, the hot springs, so. You know, I have no idea how many up, but I still have a whole basically map and a half that's uncovered, so I gotta wait. Uh I mean, I'll be honest, the map in the third area is pretty small. So Yeah. In comparison, it yeah, definitely looks like it's pretty small, but yeah. I'm just I mean, excited like, to once jump you back once into you it. zoom in, it's pretty big. But I will say the nice thing now is that um now that I've finished the story, like it popped like Thank you, uh OBS soundalert.com. I don't need that alert. How do I turn that off? <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, anyway, sorry. Um, now that I finished the story, like all the, um, villages or like areas that were taken over by Mongols, uh, it just populated them on my maps. That's one less thing for me to find through exploration. So I can just mark them all and go take them down. But yeah, I do like the way that it did that when you finished like the, the first act or whatnot, it let you know, Hey, go do this. And it, (laughs) the whole map, that was, those are actually, when they do that for the first act, though, that also ties into a mythic tale, so. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Dev was like, I don't know what you're talking about, so. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, the game is awesome. The flowers are beautiful. The game is beautiful. Take pictures and just get lost in this wonderful world of sushi. See, I've, I've taken pictures, but nobody's reacted to mine. Also, the last one I posted may or may not have been a spoiler, so. Uh, that I will. Fair. I won't be looking at that one then. <laughs> uh, moving right along. So we've got some questions. We only have a couple questions this week. So uh, oh, let's also Delvin's right going to answer it. my question from last week that he couldn't answer because of technical difficulties. But I'll ask that after we oh, yeah. answer answer the uh, other two that are here. For sure. Okay. All right. So our first question comes from at Josh Bones over on the Twitter one half of the Board with Video Games podcast. He asks, uh, who is your favorite Sackboy? His is the Assassin's Creed Sackboy, which I believe is Ezio. Yes, it's Ezio's armor from Brotherhood. Uh, shocking completely no one. It's the Ellie costume. I have never played a game with Sackboy, so I don't have a favorite Sackboy. Um, is there like a Metal Gear Sackboy? There yes, is, is literally anything you can think of, Sackboy, because not only does the game literally, like, bombard you with clothes in the game, there are far too many downloadable content packs for you to buy clothing for Sackboy. So. And Metal Gear is one of them. Yes. Well, then we're going to go with Metal Gear, because why not? Solid you could also, you could also awesome. make Sackboy Kratos, so that's a thing. That is yeah, also true. Nah. Can I make a Marcus from Watch Dogs 2? No. Well, then, there, yeah, we're going to go with Solid Snake. <laughs> what about you, Doug? I like my sack boy clean and just natural. So naked. You like yeah. your sack boy naked. I always like my sack naked. That's really true. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> uh, I did not realize we're in an episode of Archer. Great show. Great show. Still haven't watched it yet. Can I offer you an egg at this trying time? That's a great show as well. That's not Archer at all, though. That's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Also a great show, yes. Yes, yeah. Oh, Frank and those those, eggs. For those who are shocked that I would enjoy such a show, the reason I can enjoy such a show filled to the brim with terrible characters is because the actors who play them are such wonderful people in real life. 
Which, very true. Very true. That show, God, it's so deplorable, but it's so good. It's hey, so there is a literal line uttered, and I think it's like season four. I don't even remember, but like Frank's standing under a bridge, and he just goes, "Suicide is badass." <laughs> He's the worst. Frank is terrible. Jeez, uh, but yeah. Good show. For those who aren't aware, Frank is played by Danny DeVito, so it's just absolutely hilarious to watch Danny DeVito play, like, the most deplorable man in existence. <laughs> yeah. His children in that show are pretty deplorable, too. Uh, I mean, yeah, but also, Dennis is, Mac is, Dennis Mac is, is just, the worst. I don't know, I feel like Dennis is the worst. <laughs> okay, fair. Fair. I'm guessing um, you've never wait, seen the show, Delvin. Wait, nope, wait, I have not. Wait, oh, maybe, man. maybe it's Charlie because he does own a full-on Nazi uniform. Yeah, but Charlie is like too dumb to be like hated. <laughs> like he's just. <sighs> oh, poor God. Charlie. Poor it's Charlie. always sunny. It's such a good show. It is. I don't even know how we got there, but let's uh move along before we get way too sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> um, our next question comes from Super Nintendo. He wants to know why has Sony forgotten all about Beyond the Beyond and Legend of Dragoon? Dart was almost a PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, but still. Now I feel uh, like yeah. this may be before your time, Haley. These are PS One games. Yeah, I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically RPGs uh, that were first party RPGs that were made by Sony Studios back on PS One. Um, Legend of Dragoon was actually pretty cool because there was like a weird like combo system with the combat, but it was still turn based. Um, it got pretty good reception and ended up selling pretty well. Um, so it is kind of like one of those those play PS One classics that people kind of think fondly of. Um, Beyond the Beyond, I am less aware of as I did not play that one, but I know it is kind of popular in that JRPG uh, PS One era. Um, I don't know why they've forgotten about them. I feel like there was talks of like a Legend of Dragoon remake or remaster like a while back, but since then I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, I don't know, man. That's a good question. Do you, do you know anything about these games, Devin? Did you play either one of them? I played Leg- Legend of Dragoon. I remember Beyond and Beyond a little bit, but not too much to really talk about it. But I can tell you why they forgot about these games. Simply because a game called Uncharted. A game called The Last of Us, a game called God of War. They've kind of built this pedigree where they don't really want to look towards making RPGs anymore because, frankly, there's other people out there who do a better job at it than them. And I mean, that is a good response. An RPG. Technically, Talking yeah. about the JRPG, though. Yeah, and that's, I think that's the thing. Sony kind of found their lane in making these Pacific type of games, and they're just sticking with what they know. And it's all their studios. I think. What would be the most diverse Sony game, first or second party Sony game that's been coming out? Maybe. Most diverse? Yeah, in terms of like, they're all pretty much, in terms of gameplay and stuff, the same. Maybe. Yeah, they're all third person action adventure type stuff, yeah. Maybe um, Beyond Two Souls or something like that. Uh, Maybe Concrete Genie. That's pretty out there. Yeah, that's about yeah, it. But, but it's still also like a third person like adventure game. Like that's kind of what Sony does. Yeah, they've they've definitely yeah. stepped away from the JRPG type stuff that they did have first party studios making in the PS1 era. They've kind of just left that up to Square Enix. <laughs> yeah. So it does kind of suck. I would I would love to see a Legend of Dragoon remake. Um that was like one of my favorite games on the PS1. I mean, I, we it would be nice. 
but yeah, you're right. I, you know what? Now I think about it, like you're absolutely right. They have kind of gone away from that and left others to do it while they have changed their pedigree to like these third person, huge immersive action adventure type games. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I would love to see them tackle RPG again. I, I would love to see them tra- tackle something that's completely different, something that we wouldn't even think of. I think it'd be cool, but I don't know if they're going to take the risk. Last yeah. of Us I, uh... is safe. <laughs> Uncharted is safe. Is it? Is safe. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of is. Absolutely. I mean, if somebody makes if they make a Last of Us three, it's gonna sell like crazy. It's still you safe. Know, it's still Donnie a, a love franchise. First ones to buy Last of Us three if it comes out. <laughs> exactly. As much as you guys dislike the story and what happened to certain characters in that game, uh, I I believe you guys would still pick up three. Oh, I would probably do it trepidatiously. But I do wear it. a four hundred dollar backpack to and from work every day. I will say this. Yeah. From that game. I guarantee all the haters and naysayers who did all this horrible stuff to Naughty Dog would be picking up that game too if they announced oh, the last month's three. Everybody, everybody will pick it up. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Interesting. Interesting. Right. Interesting question, Super Nintendo. Great, yeah. great, great question. That's it for our the questions from listeners, right? Yep. All right, Delvin, this question I asked last week, but you had technical difficulties. What's okay, your go-to what's... drink when playing video games? Hmm. It depends. Most, usually it's Mountain Dew, surprisingly. That sounds like a weird gamer answer, <laughs> but I always kind of like... I wasn't going to judge you. I think I just always kind of like have a Mountain Dew when I'm a... When I'm playing games somewhere around the house, and I drink that. Either that or I'm drinking a Starbucks iced coffee. I don't drink okay. alcohol, so it's not. I'm not going to say that like Hennessy or anything like that. I just <laughs> <laughs> guzzle a bottle of Old English <laughs> while I'm playing that, some Last of Us. Uh, Ain't nothing yeah, wrong no. with a Fodia OE. Let's go. Oh, God. Uh, I'll stick with my vodka, thanks. Uh, no, uh, that, that's a good answer, Devin. Uh, now, question. It's not Baja Blast, is it? Just no. Take. Baja Blast is not good. I am an old school guy in terms of, I usually, 90% of the time, drink the regular flavor of anything. Okay. If it's yeah. Pepsi, regular Pepsi. If it's Mountain Dew, regular Mountain Dew. If it's Coke, regular Coke. Sometimes Cherry Coke. If it's Dr. Pepper, regular Dr. Pepper. You know what's good? You're not even Lime old school, Delvin. You're just old. Just old. Yeah, that's it. Say old. Get rid of the Coke school. with lime is really good. Yeah, Coke with lime true. is one of my favorite Cokes. Coke with lime and a vanilla Coke are bomb. I like vanilla Coke. They discontinued vanilla Coke here. That sucks. I'm not surprised. Canada likes to do things that are Canada likes to do things that don't make any sense. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something funny. They probably discontinued a lot of stuff here. But the corner stores in this neighborhood still sell them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so they're so you're probably drinking expired pop, which can't, much. Le- can't be good. Pretty much, like I think some stores sell a Crystal Pepsi still. And- oh, <laughs> awesome! If I could find another Crystal Pepsi, they brought it back for a second. Nice. Yeah, hey, uh, I still like pro it. Pro tip: I would check the expiry date on that Crystal Pepsi because it's probably not good to put in your body. Nah, what doesn't kill you <laughs> makes you stronger. Nah. Oh God! <laughs> just like just like you don't tell kids about Santa Claus, you don't tell about Dinner <laughs> Crystal Pepsi. Actually, I tell kids Santa isn't real for for fun. Well, you're a liar. 
<laughs> I'm a terrible person, I know. Yes, we have established that. Jeez. Hey, Ugh. it was spoiled for me because I found the costume under the stairs. <laughs> wow. Yeah, my kids still think Santa's a thing. I don't well, know how I'm going to break that to them. We have an elf on the shelf and everything. Oh, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Santa is a thing. He is. I'm Santa. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> oh, I, uh. since we're mentioning that, my daughter, and this is funny, my daughter wants a PS5. Oh. Not because, not because she's seen any like gameplay or anything like that. She just wants it because she wants to have a system before her brother has it. So she wants wow. me to buy her a PS5 and don't buy him one. <laughs> what do you That's kids crazy. think you're made of money? Yes, they do. Better get out Very there and work. So. Get you a job. Get you a J-O-B. For real. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, let's uh, transition into uh, the news of the week. Haley, what you got for us? Uh, just that, uh, as we all know, uh, Sucker Punch is the developer of Infamous, and those games reacted to how you played. While Ghost of Tsushima doesn't have a morality system, the game does react to the style you play by changing the weather. Uh, the more you play stealthily, the more storms you get on the island. The the more you like attack everything head-on, the less storms you get. Yeah. So, what was your weather looking like? Stormy. You too, Delvin? Pretty much. Oh, but for those who don't know, you can stop the storm if you want bright weather by yeah. just playing your flute. Yeah. So, uh, Well, just just remember, there are four songs to unlock that flute, and each one changes the weather to a specific type of weather. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll just bring out that flute. Stop that storm. <laughs> Keep the murdering. One, the one you start with brings the sun out. The second one you unlock uh, brings storms. I don't need none of that. I just need the sun. I'm what, good. Which, fun fact, Dev, uh, big note, that second song, you will need it for a trophy. Well, I played the second song. I had the second song. Okay. Yeah. Okay, um, well, mine you'll, is. You'll need it for a trophy. Mine is like sunny with thunder in the background. <laughs> and every time I hear that thunder, I'm like, but wait. I'm trying to play this honorably. Not me. I am a murderer. I like the standoff. I walk in like, hey, all y'all, let's go. Let's go. Who who, who wants a piece of me? Especially now that I got the longbow, the big (laughs) cats is getting murdered. I've never once used that thing. That thing takes so long to fire. Oh, man. I love it. The longbow with the explosive round. Oh, it's great. Yep. Oh, it's great. Setting people on fire. I mean, I you am, need them bonus points. Like, there's some places you walk into, and it's like, kill three enemies on fire. Okay. Yep. I am Explosions. habitual line stepper. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but I do think it is cool that they have added that kind of little weather feature. Like, the darker you play, the darker the world comes, to stuff like that. But also being able to change the weather from stormy with a song is also quite nice. All right, so the next story on our docket, Marvel's Avengers. Um, I feel like it's looking kind of nice. 
They had their like award table this week. It does not look like Destiny at, at all. all. At all. It's not Destiny. It's closer to like a Diablo than, than Destiny, but yeah, it's not Destiny. It's way deeper RPG mechanics than Destiny ever had. Um, but they had the war table this week. They're going to be bringing um, Hawkeye to it, so they revealed like some of their post-launch content. So like after you finish the campaign, they're going to be adding all of these different stories and additions to the game, all free of cost. Apparently, this beta is super massive. There is a ton of stuff to do in the beta where it almost feels like like it's a full game based on what they were saying. But um, the war table revealed the like I think it's like 17, 18 minutes of just like what they're doing with the beta, what's going on with the game. Everything looked really good. The combat looked really good. It looks so much more polished than what we originally saw. And then just all of the different mechanics and the gear and the systems like they're all seeming to be very, very deep. Um, the co-op portion of it also seems really good. Being able to jump in with your friends. And even when you're not playing co-op, the fact that all of the characters, if it's a four player thing, you can actually play them with the AI and they're your characters, not just some random. So you're actually leveling up all your characters as you're playing. So whatever kind of play style you've geared, like your Hulk to, that's the Hulk that joins you in game if it's not somebody like one of your friends or some some uh, person or whatnot. So I really like what they're doing with the game so far. It's shaping up to be really nice and also seeming really deep. So pretty excited about that. And we do have one rumor um, that there's a possibility that yeah. Spider-Man is going to be exclusive to PS to PlayStation. Um, it wouldn't surprise me as Sony pretty much owns everything Spider-Man. I could see them doing that as a way to try to drive sales on sony's platform i hope they don't because i kind of just over the the exclusive content stuff but it would not shock me entirely if that happened this is like that silent hell rumor that keeps popping back up but like it's probably not gonna be a thing so yeah we shall see i gotta say you guys looking to pick this one up I gotta say, I'm waiting for reviews. Uh, but also, uh, they've kind of spoiled what happens to my character, the character that I want to play, anyways. So, because you don't build a combat system for a character only to kill him off 20 minutes into the game. So, I gotta say, for for reference, I am talking about Captain America. <laughs> yes, we're at that. This has become my most anticipated game. Mm, nope. I'm a, I, I don't understand that at all, but explain. For those who don't know, for the, everybody should know this. I'm a huge Avengers fan. I'm a huge yeah, Marvel exactly. fan. No, your your gaming chair isn't Captain America's Winter Soldier uniform. Yes, exactly. I'm a huge. And, and when I first saw this game, I'm like, ugh, this looks right. Gross. This looks gross. This right? doesn't look good at all. And I watched the 20 minute gameplay, and I immediately. Pre-ordered the deluxe division, division edition so I could play it early. I was extremely uh-huh. excited for it. The gameplay looks incredibly fun. Watching the Hulk mm-hmm. smash through the areas and stuff like that, I'm like, "Holy crap, this looks great!" And the, oh, the fact also that that's another thing too. You're not going to offer pre-order bonuses for a character you can only play for 20 minutes. Yeah, that's also true. Because <laughs> there's a pre-order bonus as a like a special costume for Cap. So well. Definitely not dying twenty minutes into the story. Did Did you watch the um the the twenty minute thing they had for it? I haven't watched anything. I'm waiting for reviews. The thing about this game is I think it's cool is the fact that they have, I guess, like strike missions, 
Yeah. Where you can kind of take any one of the characters, including obviously Captain America, and do these specific missions that ties into the game, but it's kind of side stories. Mm-hmm. And they're going to keep updating these side stories like as the game goes on. And they're going to add more characters. I think like Hawkeye's the first character of many adventures they're going to be adding to this game. I, I think that's awesome. I think that's cool. I think that it's also cool they have this danger room that you can just take your group of Avengers mm-hmm. and just fight in and just gain experience from. This stuff sounds awesome to me. This is what I want from an Avengers game. I like the fact that the characters all play differently. And you kind of pick who you want to based on play style. I hope, I'm hoping that the DLC just goes into further characters in Avengers lore that you don't necessarily see in video game. Like, give me Hercules Actually, to play. Give me... Give me Quake. Quake would be cool. Quake would be cool. Hercules. Like, she, she is literally uh, my, like, my top three Marvel characters are Quake, Spider-Gwen, and uh, Peter Parker. That's awesome. I, I, I hope we Cap, get all Cap those characters. Up there, but, like, he's an analog to Superman, so, like, I obviously enjoy Cap, so... I, I, I want us to give us weird Avengers kind of like give us Ant-Man give us Hank Pym they've and already the said other they're Ant-Man. giving us Ant-Man they, no, that was want, revealed in the first war table I want I the different versions one. of Ant-Man different versions of Ant-Man right. not just Hank Pym I want all the Ant-Mans I want Wasp I want Loki Avengers Excalibur all the Avengers that, are, that people don't even think about I want in this mm-hmm. game alright so hot take you think you'll get Deadpool then I don't think we'll get Deadpool I think we'll get maybe uh, it's possible, Maybe. but I don't. I don't know if they would. I, I think. I don't know if they, if they would because I think they associate Deadpool more with X Men and X Factor. But to be fair, Dead Deadpool uh, is related to like every superhero team in the Marvel universe. That is very true. But I think when you think of Deadpool, people think of X Men, which I don't think is agreeable. I think that I just well, think that's how it generally is. Generally, they're actually thinking of X Force and not. Yes. Yeah. If you're thinking about the diehard comic book fans, yeah, but I think there's a whole slew of people that just just associate Deadpool with Marvel, so I don't think it would be too much of a stretch to have him in the game, especially, you know, with his quirkiness and his silliness, it just adds a whole nother level of, you know, But I only want Deadpool if he's voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's going to be the other problem. I know they won't do that, so. Also, give me Falcon. Give me Falcon and yeah. give me an alternate skin so I can get Captain America Falcon. Yep. Wasn't that would be awesome. In the first war trailer? War table? He I don't remember been. seeing him. Huh. Yeah. Either way, I'm know. excited for it, man. This looks awesome. I, I like, like Kamala Khan. I love her combat. Her, yeah. combat, oh, her, is combat, awesome. her combat is cool. But, I mean, like, again, game's cool and all, but I want to wait for reviews because this has Destiny vibes written all over. I, I don't uh, I don't I don't have any Destiny vibes from it at all. This is I get this is Diablo. the vibe I'm getting from Destiny ish is that the story's gonna be super short. They made it the, seem like the story is actually hecka long. Like there's a lot to it because they have all of these different hero missions that are all story based around the different characters. Yes. And then like the multiplayer stuff seems like it's an extra. Like it doesn't seem like it's the main piece of the game at all. I don't know. Although I will say there is a high chance that we do get Quake because the uh, thing that causes the explosion is uh, Terrigen, which for those who aren't aware is what awakens inhuman powers. So. Terrigen mist. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Um, yeah, this looks cool. I'm excited. Definitely jumping into the beta. Probably not until the 21st because I, I think I want to play it on PC just so I can see the, all, the, uh, all the goodness. The Agents of Shield showed Terrigen really well uh, in season two. So yeah, so let's go Avengers. Excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm with you, Dove. I may get it on PS4 just just so we can team up and smash some fools. I'll tell you what. I'd actually play with you on that. Yeah, Usually, I don't go. play multiplayer games. You sure I'd don't. play that. We're going to get you yeah, online, man, brother. Mr. I should get rid of my PS Plus. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. I can't get rid of it anyway now because I have it for like three years. <laughs> it's going to be like a three-year like three wait. You can't just get rid of it. Fantastic. <laughs> All I'm right. stuck for the ride. My uh, last story, what you got oh, for us, Delvin? Oh, oh, damn. You didn't let me finish. Go ahead and finish. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, this is your your most anticipated game, Delvin. Uh, my most anticipated game, I need to wait till day 91 to see if it's actually coming. Oh, what is that? Uh, so, for reference, we are 109 days away. Um, from Cyberpunk 2077. Oh. So uh, we have 18 days to see if the game's getting delayed again. Because for some reason, every time we've reached 91 days to launch, the game has been delayed. So if we reach day 90, we're looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. My new story is simple. Something that we should have all known, but they've actually just said it on record now. If the PS4 wasn't successful, this would have been the end of PlayStation. Like, says a former exec. This is a story article that's on, um, if you guys want to check it out, I don't want to read the whole article. It's on GameBoat.com. But oh, a this, former, is like, this is like those Tweet Town articles, huh? I don't know what Tweet Town is. I'm an old man. Here. It's, a web- it's a website that I've linked before in the in the news thing. It's just a funny website named Tweet Town. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're basically saying that if PS4, the Sony exec was, um, Shahid Ahmad. He basically said, like, if they didn't change their whole arrogance and stuff like that, and if PS4 would have failed, Sony would have been out of the gaming business. And that's crazy to think about how it's very much, it was very much possible that we would not have had a PS5 and PS4 would have been the last stand. And it's interesting to see how popular the PS4 has become, how it blew up to be one of the most highest selling consoles in history as opposed to how PS3 kind of was in all intents and purposes a flop yeah yeah I mean it's crazy caught up at the end there but still yeah it was just so many things stacked against PS3 from jump it was extremely hard to develop games for with that the, the the processor that they have the cell processor um the 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 price you know so it just was one of those super duper slow burns for the PS3 that and it also came at a time where Sony was having a lot of issues with so many other channels of their their merchandise like their TVs weren't doing as great their computer brand just kind of fell apart into like when's the last time you seen a Sony Vio computer you, you have it because they got rid of it they kept trying the to make cell phones they never picked up so you had so many different arms of Sony that was kind of falling apart and Sony PS3, they had put so much into it, and it was just taking forever to really build that momentum. I mean, towards the end of the generation, yeah, it ended up being a huge success, but I could definitely understand how if the PS4 ended up being more PS3, that could have been for the end for sure. 
I, I totally get that. But they changed their mark. They changed their messaging. They knocked it out of the park with the PS4. They they really just went all in on it being a games machine. So it's it's amazing to see what it did. And I'm hoping that they can continue that with PS5, but we'll see. Also, it's kind of crazy to think about the how to how Sony PlayStation division is kind of their biggest division now. Like even their mm-hmm. movies division was floundering before. Like for example, Spider Man's a perfect example of this. Yeah. The Spider Man movies were floundering before Marvel got their hands to up to it. Hey, I fully stand by that Amazing Spider Man one is a fantastic movie. I think I, I think they're good, but they weren't reaching the success they needed to reach. Yeah. As a, and if Marvel wouldn't have came in there and took over the reins of Spidey, they probably we probably wouldn't be getting the more Spider Man movies. Actually, uh, probably we would because if they hadn't succeeded, Marvel would have gotten the rights back, and then yeah. we'd have had. Then there wouldn't be a sharing agreement. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have took some time. When, that that's what happens when you don't make Spider-Man movies every. I don't know what the agreement it's five is. Five years. Like if, you have I, to have I think one if every they five don't years. make a Spider-Man movie every five years, then uh, they, the rights revert the rights back go, to Marvel. Yeah. Well, look, the let me only ask you guys one this. that doesn't do that is Hulk. Hulk, Hulk yeah. Hulk's the universe. Yeah. That is the biggest pain in the neck, by the way, and it's why they touched on Planet Hulk in Thor Ragnarok, because there are no plans to do a solo Hulk movie because they, they don't own the rights. Universal won't give them the rights back, but that's the only one, but like every pretty much every other character that they've loaned out rights to, if there's no movie in five years, they just revert back to Marvel. Uh, I still don't understand why Universal wouldn't give wouldn't sell the rights back to Marvel. Because they make money off it every time he's in a movie. Yep. And they still have the di- the distribution rights for the Hulk movies, and they still sell, so they're still getting money from it. So why well, give up the oh, rights? That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's very exciting to see that certain rights have reverted back, like including the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. Namor. And that's not reverted Blade. back. That's that's called uh, that's called Disney bought Fox. So well, well, that the rights too. didn't revert back to Disney. That's called Disney bought the company that owned. The- I think. I think Namor did. I think Namor. Yeah, Namor just reverted. There was a couple of characters like Blade, Namor. There's a couple of other ones that actually reverted back to Marvel before they bought. Uh, Fox. Yeah. So it's. But yeah, back to yeah. Sony. It's it's cool to see that they're back on their feet. Hopefully, they don't fumble the ball with PS Five. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm a little worried based on the fact that you need to blow on controllers, which, by the way, pro tip, those cafe areas they're setting up in the UK, like, model up to the PS5, don't touch the controller. Seriously, don't. Jeff Keighley blew on the controller uh, in his little demonstration there, so I can only imagine how difficult that controller is going to be to clean. Man, what are you saying about Jeff Keighley? (laughs) My goodness! Did, did, Did you not... Watch the deep dive no, video about the no, controller. But what you said, you're like, don't touch the controller. Jeff I mean, blow on the controller. Key, <laughs> one of the key features of the controller is that you can blow on it. That's what I don't I'm know saying. if that's a key feature as much as it's an extra feature. It's not a great idea to unveil during a global pandemic, though. Look here. Yeah. I mean, if I'm blowing on my controller, I'm blowing on it in my house, so I'm not really worried about it. Nobody else I'm talking about the demo areas that are showing up at, like, game stores. Please. In the UK. Please change the subject. This sounds so awkward. <laughs> like, if I'm blowing on my controller, I'm doing it in my house, damn it. I'm just saying. But, um, this, it is this crazy. This is the perfect time to insert a, hey, phrasing comment again. Right. 
Yes. But Side yeah. note, Delvin, please watch Archer. Eventually. <sighs> so Sony, watch Transformers. Yeah. Everything with Sony right now, when you think about Sony, it's synonymous with PlayStation. Like, you really don't think about their other stuff. Like, you kind of think about their movies, two TVs but... that are PS5 ready. Yeah. But who who do you know that really is like, I'm getting the Sony TV? Like, I, I feel like this. that... I feel like that is that's kind of falling off. Like, I remember working at Best Buy and everybody like, I want the Sony. I want, I want Sony. I want the Sony this. I want Sony refrigerator if you got it. Like, I remember it being a time when it was just so big. Everybody wanted Sony. And then, like, after the PS3 era, like, all that has fallen off. Sony has been synonymous with, like, having super expensive televisions that, you know, a few people can buy. But I don't know anybody that has a Sony television. But I know tons of people with PlayStation. So it's, it's Samsung. Yeah. Like, you've just seen, like, a complete shift where PlayStation has become, like, their biggest, like, their biggest item. And that is kind of why people are worried about, you know, PS5. Because while most people are super excited about PS5, like, there's more excitement about the PS5 than there is about the new Xbox. But Microsoft has so many other things that make it money to where that they can afford to just sell Xbox for a much lower price. They can they can afford to undercut Sony as much as they want because they still sell Microsoft Windows. They still yeah, sell so many other things. Exactly. So while I'm super excited for Sony and I can't wait to see what the PS5 brings, there is the, the possibility that it could just not be a hit and it could really end up driving Sony under if it does not hit the way it needs to. Where with <laughs> Microsoft, if Xbox fails, if they don't sell a bunch of consoles, which it doesn't like they don't even care about, as long as they're selling Game Pass, they're good. So, yeah. We shall see. Hopefully, you know, yeah. we will know this month. Potentially. I mean, actually, I think they kind of need to reveal the price this month. <laughs> uh, maybe. So, segueing no, no, no. right not into maybe. the discussion of the week. Like, a, a definitive, they need to reveal the price this month, or they're not coming out this, uh, this fall. I don't, I don't think it matters. I think they could announce the price in October. They could announce the price November 1st. It's going to cost what it's going to cost. You can't pre-order a console until price is out. They could do right. a Dreamcast. <laughs> the console is ready right now. <laughs> yeah, they sure could. Like, it could be like, yeah, we're going to let you know the price November 1st. You can pre-order them up in, uh, right now up until they launch. Like, that's just the thing. Like they don't have to announce the price. It'd be nice for us to know what it's going to no, cost. No, they have but to. They don't. They Marketing literally don't. Marketing is a thing that needs to exist. Um, I'm sorry. Who wants a PlayStation? All of us. The marketing is done. There doesn't need to be much more marketing the for it. The mainstream gamer who doesn't pay attention to the circles like we do needs the marketing. No, you mean the non-mainstream gamer? But even the non-mainstream gamers, all my friends are just waiting for PlayStation 5. Like, they don't pay attention to anything else. But they know there's a PS5 coming. They don't really need to see the price or when it's coming, but they know when it's coming, they're getting it. So they could easily just... They could keep playing this this game with with a Xbox, like, going back and forth. Trying playing to figure chicken. out who's... Yeah, just keep playing chicken up with the price. You know, who knows? We may see it, we may not. There has been tons of rumors about there being a state of play this month we've had jeff grubb that posted a tweet about it um you've got multiple websites saying that that, like around august 6th or whatnot there's going to be a state of play that's going to announce the the price the release date which launch games expect on ps plus um with 
excuse me, what the UI is going to look like. There are just like so many rumors about this, but we've had basically this kind of, you know, roller coaster all throughout this whole thing. Like there was supposed to be something, I believe it was in March and that never happened. So my question is, are we getting a state of play this month? What do you guys think? Do you, do you think that there's yes. any truth to these rumors? Yes, especially based on the fact that it's not just Jeff, Jeff Grubb saying it as well. Imran Khan, uh, who used to work at Game Informer and is now part-time at Kind of Funny, has been saying the same thing. Like, we're getting a state of play this month. We know for sure we're getting an Xbox event this month, too, because they got to reveal uh, the potential Series S. So, you know, it just, it just makes sense. And again, I think that they... they People may not think they need the marketing, but they need the marketing, and the price will probably be revealed this month as well. So, where are we thinking we come down on a price though? I don't know. I I wouldn't even be surprised if we didn't see. It. Like, I'm not even looking for it. I don't. I don't know. I'd be maybe nice to see three ninety nine, but I honestly have no clue. I think I'm gonna go three ninety nine because I think the rumors about Lockhart is true. I think that's a real thing, and I think that's probably going to be three ninety nine for Xbox. Either three ninety nine or probably maybe cheaper. Yeah, I don't think a Sony console could go cheaper. That's maybe the all digital version, but I think the all digital version of PS Five will be three ninety nine, and the regular version per se will be four ninety nine. I think the Xbox will have a four ninety nine system and a three ninety nine system. I think the three ninety nine system probably will be the Lockhart. Yeah, I mean that's that's my guess, but I have no idea. It'd None be nice to see through. it all. I'm I'm so much more interested in seeing like what games when what games are coming out this fall. What's the UI look like? I'm way more interested in that stuff than the price. I really don't care what the price is. I'm gonna buy it. Like I already know that. I will say this: not having it pre-ordered is giving me so much anxiety. <laughs> like, really? I, yeah, I don't want to have a situation where I go to pre-order. And it's sold out everywhere. I hate that. Like, I want to be able to get this day one. And the fact that it's at this fever pitch, like we're in August now, we still can't pre-order it. It's just driving me crazy. That's, that's my problem, too, because I don't want to be in another situation where I'm waiting months to be able to get the system. See, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not worried about it. If I couldn't pre-order it, I think I'd be okay. <laughs> like, if they were just sold out, I, I don't think it would be the end of the world for me. So I guess that's partially why I'm not so worried about getting a pre-order date or anything like that. Like it'll come when it comes and either I'll be able to pre-order it or I won't. I'm just in such a different place with that at this point. Look but, here. I'm going to call a spade a spade. Based on what happens in November, I may need this PS5 <laughs> in my house. Because <laughs> if uh, things don't go right, don't, I may have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> don't remind me, please. Yeah, You're safe. We're uh, we're we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah. yeah. All I'm gonna say is please vote, please vote. For real. Yeah. For real. <laughs> so the main thing you guys want to see if we get us to play is gonna be basically a price and a pre-order date. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I want to see the UI. I don't care about the UI. <laughs> I've I've dealt with the XMB since PS3. I don't care what the UI is. Just let me buy the console while I have the money to buy the console. And don't you dare mention anything about hey, sticking money under my mattress. I'm just saying, like, if you just put the money away, you always got the money. Put it on a Visa gift card. 
Put it under your mattress. You can't buy credit with credit in Canada. <laughs> Find a way. Find a way. All right, Jeff Goldblum. I'm just saying. But yeah, I I really hope we do get one just because like the hype is there. The excitement is there. I would love for them to just be like, here's everything. If it's coming this week, it would be announced tomorrow at the latest. Yeah, that's my guess. If if it is coming this week, it would be announced tomorrow. So. Uh, but again, like it could be any time this month. Like Jeff Grubb's like, summer games mess list that he's been curating all summer just says August State of Play. Like It doesn't say when yeah. it's coming. It just says yeah. August State of Play. Yep. So prayerfully, they just are like, yeah, we've got one coming. It would be this date. And here's all of the information, including... Different color faceplates, because apparently that's a, a, a rumor out there now that the side plates that are white, you can actually take those off and put different colors on. That would be dope, especially if you can also change the blue light, like the LED, if you could change that color. I don't think color. you'll be able to change the blue light, because like, the blue is iconic to PlayStation. But... If I could change that to red and get a black and red system, you know how happy I'd be? Ugh, be awesome. But yeah, fingers crossed that we get... A state of play this month, and then it has all the information that all the people want. And then, where did that come from? Where did fingers crossed come from? Why? How? Why is that a thing? Are we really going to dive into this? Are yes, we, really we are. Gonna dive into this. Yes, we are. <laughs> now I have I'm wondering. No idea. It's it's a metaphor, dude. That tells me nothing, Haley. <laughs> Good. That was the point. Move on. No. <laughs> Huh. I guess it's a Christian thing, uh, you know, dying on the cross, you know, something like that. Yeah. To cross one fingers is a hand gesture commonly used to wish for luck. Occasionally, it is interpreted as an attempt to employ God for protection. So, Dev was right. Oh, my God. This man really go. Googled this information. Yes. Sometimes when you got to know, you got to know. I am oh. from the generation where NBC would tell me everything I need to know. And they say the more you know, and the little yeah. star will pass by. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, absolutely. The more Bill you know. and I would have a field day with you. <laughs> what? What does that mean, ma'am? <laughs> oh my goodness! I think Bill and I would be happy that he's searching out information. Sure, yeah. Bill and I would have a field day with Delvin Cox. I don't know what that even means. You're scaring me, Haley. <laughs> I don't, it's not I don't a bad I, thing. I don't it's think not we want a bad to thing. It's not a bad thing for who? Uh, either of you. Also, fun fact: Bill Nye is on TikTok. What? Bill Nye on TikTok? Oh, TikTok will get banned, so it doesn't matter. TikTok is not getting banned. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, the president does not have the power to do that. Yeah, Somebody needs to tell him that. Not. We tell him. People tell him all kinds of things, and he does not listen. He's. He and, listen. and also, by the way, uh, Microsoft wants to buy TikTok, so. Oh, God. Does that mean we're going to start seeing Master Chief TikToks? I'm <laughs> surprised already there's already Master some Master Chief TikToks. TikToks. There's people who do special effects in their TikToks. Yeah, oh, I've, I've seen like maybe three TikToks, so I don't care what they do with it. I care. Yeah. It's how I spend a good portion of my evening. Yeah. You need to find better things to do with your evening, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Is that supposed to insinuate something? <laughs> no, I'm telling you what it insinuates. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
That's going to do it for episode, what is this, 44 of the PlayStation Experience? I think it's 43. 43? No. No, it's 44. 45. 45? I don't know. It's an episode in the 40s. That's what we're going to go with. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Feel free to follow us over on the Twitters at PlayStation XP. Stop by the blog at psvg.blog or the Discord at psv.blog slash Discord. Join us in our shenanigans there. It's always a good time. Rooms are popping. Things are happening. People are playing games and having conversations. It's great. Um, If you enjoy our content, we encourage you to go take a look at our Patreon over at patreon.com slash PSVG. If you enjoy our content, we've got a slew of additional content, including a three-part um DLC just learning about Jason. Good the old Jason Lacey saga. Mm-hmm, the Jason Lacey trilogy. It's great. Um so yeah, three dollars a month will get you that as long as as well as a slew of other content such as the uh wonderful show that Delvin is a part of, Strong Style, so for all you wrestling fanatics. And then we just have just a, a ton of other content on there. So if you like what we do here, check it out. And with that in mind, I want to give a special thank you to all of our producers, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Barboni, Chris McElfrish, myself, Kyle Hyman, Paul Kellicote, Michael Masick, Grouchy Surge, and Nick Fallharbor. Thank you guys for joining us in the journey that is PSVG. So with that, where can the people find you, Haley? Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarell. Uh, you can find me on your gaming platform of choice at Haley Zarell, and you can add me on Switch if you ask for my Switch code, because I'm not remembering a 12-digit code. <laughs> uh, now that I've beaten Ghosts, I uh, I may or may not stream some The Walking Dead. Uh, fair warning, I will be turning the Twitch uh, involvement off for that game, because uh, ain't nobody making choices for my Clementine. So. There it is. Keep that hair short. What about you, Devin? Where can people find you? All right. First of all, this is episode 44. I looked it up. I was so I was right. Yeah, I, lo- I looked it up, too. Second and foremost, you can find me on Twitter at Devil underscore Cox. Check out the Devil Cox experience. Also, here's an interesting thing for you guys oh, that dear. you may want to check out. This may be cool or it may be funny. Go listen to a podcast called The Rambling Ramblings with Rob and listen to the intro of this latest episode. That's all I'm going to say. The Rambling Ramblings with Rob. Yes. All right. There it is. And you can find me at Dat Ninja Dev pretty much everywhere on social media. That's who I am. Follow me. Add me as a friend. Do whatever you feel like. And with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. 